0: Welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with Dagmar Spemberg, a dear friend of mine. Welcome to the show, Dagmar. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Yes, you've been on the podcast before. I think you've been like my very first guest or second guest. Yes, back in 2020, which feels like a different world. (laughs) (laughs) In a way, right? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> A that was, I, think, I think that's been before the pandemic. I started it in January. I'm not sure. I don't remember, actually. But yes, yeah, so welcome back. And Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to talk with you today about something a little bit different because, as you know, I pivoted my niche a little bit. So, which mostly influences the content I put out to work with women in their forties or fifties or beyond who want to build an online business. Because I feel there are, there's so much power that we have as women, like, you know, like. It's like, I don't know, like a little bit like perimenopause or menopause. It's like a new beginning. And for many women, the children are out of the house and suddenly they have this urge to create something with more meaning. And I feel there are not enough role models out there. And You are definitely one of my role models for healthy, inspiring, aging or you like also like how you run your life your business so yes I'm sure our listeners are going to love your story (laughs) and (laughs) so that was my introduction basically and now let's start with you like tell us a little bit about who you are what you do
1: Okay, well, thank you first for this wonderful introduction. And and I'm really, really also happy to see somehow lately more and more really good content facing the aging and to age different and menopause and all the, yeah, all the, the, the changes in a woman's life in, in not so much of a traditional way, but really of like, in a, in a beautiful way of like, let's embrace it and let's not be, Bothered by the changes or by age, but rather really age gracefully. So I'm I'm super excited to be here, and I can also right away share my age. I'm 57 years old, and or young, and I live in Costa Rica for 22 years and have been teaching yoga for about 23 years. And yeah, it's been an amazing journey, and definitely a lot has also shifted for me those last years. I'm in menopause since. 7 years. So, yeah, everything changes and yeah, I'm happy to talk about it and share what I can share and give some good tips for maybe.
0: I love it. Yes. I remember like like when I, I don't know like I'm like I still I feel in perimenopause. It's so funny. Right the week after I announced this my new niche, suddenly I started getting like hot flashes. <laughs> And my period is like, it's like the universe is just like testing me. Let's see. Let's really go for it now. (laughs) Like Now it got a little bit better already, but it was really like extreme. Just so suddenly, like, wow. Okay. I have to say, you know, like when I started learning more about menopause and other symptoms and you know what it's like with the internet that when you start Googling, it's like the worst symptoms show up. Right. I was like, oh my God, can I still run my business? Am I going to be like completely brain fogged and incapable? (laughs) You know, is it too late for me now? What's going to happen? Did you ever have that, those fears or?
1: Well, when I first got into menopause, I mean, also being based in Costa Rica, you can imagine having hot flashes in Costa Rica is really not fun. I remember going to teach my yoga class and before I even started the class, I was dripping. And so I would put everybody in like, you know, pray our hands and be like, okay, close your eyes. And then I would be like, you know, patting myself. <laughs> And it was like, wow, is this like the climate, or am I going into menopause? So, you know, I, I feel a lot shifts in in our energy, but a lot of really beautiful changes are happening too. You know, the way you show up is definitely different. I feel, you know, like when you're in your 30s, 40s, you're so ambitious and you want to get things done, and you have all the energy, and it's good that you have all the energy, and then. Once you're over 50, menopause or not, you're like, okay, well, how am I How am I working my energy? Because you just become more exhausted and uh, more tired and you just, your body needs different things than when you are 30 or 40. And, you know, and I feel we need to embrace that instead of being challenged by it, which for, for sure also happens because first you're like, no, my body is changing. You're in the mood, you're moody. You don't have the energy so much for the things, and you feel like you know you, you're gaining weight. So it's it's definitely a journey, but but then again, it's also like you just there's less bullshit. You're more confident to really be who you are, and you just show up differently. And for me, I feel it's really been a journey of like learning what I need. It's also because I'm I'm not using any hormone replacement therapy. so I'm I've really been going through it <laughs> the most natural way. And uh, yeah, and it's it's a rite of passage, I would say, you know. And I I feel also like at this point, I've I, I know what I need and what what I need to do in order to work my energy most efficiently. And so, in a way that I lost my yoga studio was also a blessing because now I have more freedom and I can create more things online and I can travel more. And uh, yeah, and and just when I feel it's becoming too much, I can allow myself to just take a break.
0: Yes, I love that. I definitely see that in how I run my business and my life, I'm more mindful of my energy level. It's not the same as like woman when you have like young kids or babies and right. And then suddenly you really only have like one or two hours a day. I definitely have more time for my business, but I don't want to spend all my time on it. So I'm more mindful of that that it's not healthy, that I'm not feeling good, that it's not going to work in the long term when I spend like eight or 10 hours or 12 hours a day on my computer. So it's more like it's more like a conscious decision. I feel like to be more mindful where you put your energy, how much time you spend on a task, not like when you have like young kids and you just, there's no other option, right? You just don't have the time. So that feels, I feel like more empowered in a definitely. way. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I find for myself also, I was never somebody who really liked structure a lot. And I always struggled a little bit with boundaries. But at this point, it's like I, even for myself, I need to have a clear structure for myself. I need to even set boundaries for myself. When it's too much, it's too much. And and that's really a new learning because now I can feel like, oh, actually, boundaries and structure give me a little bit more freedom. I, I can't do it without because then I just, yeah, exhaust myself. And, you know, we don't want that.
0: Yes. And that's especially like when you're starting a business, when you're an entrepreneur and everything is so excited and there are a million things to learn and to do. The last years, for me, it was so much about simplifying. Like the last years, I basically just sold one offer you're like getting on her <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but that's but now Costa Rica the heat right <laughs> this is jungle now I'm like sweating like my goodness <laughs> yeah, but I had it in the last master class that I hosted live and suddenly I was like <sighs> but it's fine I was like I just didn't think about it I think like I think I was more scared of what would happen before I actually had hot flashes. Like, I remember the stories from my mother. It seemed like menopause was only about that. There were no other symptoms that anybody talked about. It was weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also the lack of sleep. I was lucky, at least I'm not, I'm my sleep now, it's it's kind of okay. But I know a lot of women who really have a lot of problems to fall asleep or wake up a couple of times in the middle of the night because of hot flashes or even just, you know, because everything changes so much mm-hmm. in the body. And I feel like, and the same for, for business owners, you know, I feel it's really the time of coming together. And I feel that has really helped me because maybe, you know, back in the days, women weren't weren't talking so much about it. I don't remember my mom talking to anybody about her struggles with menopause. And that's what I mean. And now it's like, oh, all of a sudden everybody talks about it. And how great is that? And we can have a conversation like uh, we have, and we can uh, come together with other women and realize, oh, I'm actually not the only one. And, you know, we can give each other tips and alternative tips so that we don't just need to go the classic route. And um, yeah, and it's the same in business. It's like, wow. So we we just need to find our tribe and the like-minded people. And, and then we can really help each other to make this the most yeah beautiful time. Because yeah, we can't fight it. We're going through it anyway, right?
0: <laughs> That's so, so true. <laughs> and the alternative, like, dying young is not really better. Right. But before we, you know, I want to hear more about your tips, definitely. But can you share like your a little bit more about your business, what you do, how it is structured, how it evolved? Like maybe especially like in the last years?
1: Sure. So my my main business for the last 20 years was my yoga studio here in Costa Rica. And that was also like 70, 80 percent of my income. So, I was based here and it was great because I created a community. It was a sanctuary and, you know, an online yoga wasn't really such a big thing. It didn't exist at the time. Then. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I, that's so, where we met, right? I was one of your yoga classes in Costa exactly. Rica. Yes. Yeah. And then you came on a retreat too.
1: And so, because I'm European and I would travel every year to Europe, I already started to host classes and retreats in Europe. And that was always like my second. Source of income and for fun also to travel to beautiful places and to continue this um, pers- in person experience, which is really the my favorite know, thing to do.
0: I have to interrupt you. What I love, what you already did back then. I was in Costa Rica, twenty eleven, and you had like just like a little notebook. Leave your email address here so I can like you know, like get in touch and send you like my offers or when I'm doing retreats. Even back then, you've already been building your email list. So advanced.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I think it's because I always, I mean, first of all, my background is promotion marketing a little bit. And I had always like people who taught me these things. I mean, I I think I was also always one of the people in your courses, (laughs) (laughs) learning all the tech stuff, which is like really my least favorite part of the business. I struggle so much with that still, but you know, but I'm also like, I guess I have some kind of ambition to learn it and figure it out. And so, yeah, luckily I did that because I realized pretty soon that my community was a very international one because of the studio in Costa Rica. People were passing through from all over the world. And it was really great because they wanted to stay connected. And that's very different to having a studio in Hamburg or in New York or wherever where you have always the same kind of local people. And that really helped me also with my retreats, because even my retreats up to today, they are very international and people come from all over the world, which is really wonderful. But then when the, when the pandemic hit and I was starting to teach on Zoom, it was also really great because all of a sudden I had this international community and they were like super happy. And they were like, wow, finally, we can, we can take your classes online. How great is that? You know, and so... Community building has always been like probably one of my really biggest strengths because I love it, <laughs> and I'm really good at like connecting with people and yeah. And so so luckily I built a good email list pretty soon. Although I still feel like I have so many people on my list, but you know, but you don't feel it. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, you always talk to
1: the same people, the same people reply to you. So that's something that, uh, yeah, I don't know, that probably a lot of people feel the same way. And so, yeah, and so that was really great. I I then started teaching on Zoom during the pandemic and then started to also create um, my first online course with you, actually, with your help. I remember the Spark Your Life, uh, which I ran for four or five years, the last time, I think, in 2022. And so since then, since I lost my studio because the hotel closed, I've shifted my focus a little bit more on teaching in Europe because I'm also considering to spend more time in Europe because I am European. I love Europe. I love Mallorca. And so I'm I'm hosting now four retreats there and I'm doing three retreats in Costa Rica. So a bunch of retreats coming up. And I also created an online membership because it was like, you know, with the Zoom classes. And I think a lot of people can relate. It's like, especially when you have an international community, not everybody can join the times, you know, in in Europe, it's in the evening and America, it's in the morning. So, you know, and so, yeah, basically all the things that I created came out of like Yeah, the need of like, okay, how am I going to make this work for my community and checking in with them and realizing, well, if I'm actually creating a membership with my content being available in an on-demand library all the time, then people can really enjoy it whenever they need to, you know, so
0: always growing, always learning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. I love it. What are your plans for the future? Do you think you're going to keep going like that? Do you see yourself pivoting, like, I don't know, like in 10 years, five years? Let's not look so far ahead.
1: Well, the idea is work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Ooh, Get yeah. more support. I have a really wonderful, finally, I found a really wonderful virtual assistant who's based in Berlin. And I'm so happy because my problem was always that, you know, again, structure, when I had people, when I tried to have virtual assistants, they were always like, okay, Monday at 12, you need to tell me what exactly the tasks are for this week. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I would add more stress to my play because I'm the kind of person I just flow through my week. I don't necessarily know by Monday what I'm going to do all week. And so now I found this person is so great. And and he was like, okay, yeah, you just let me know when you need me. So I'm like, you know, I'm like multitasking. And then I start to write emails. And then I wonder like, "Hmm, how could I write that better? So I send him a message. Can you take a look and stuff? And he's like, okay, two hours later, he's like, okay, I took a look. And here's some suggestions. And it's just wonderful. And I realized, you know, like I love Being interviewed on podcasts, I'm just so much better in this like one-on-one communication where people, you know, ask me something and I can reply to that, or I have this exchange. So for me, it's very difficult to like, yeah, dive in. I'm not really like a self-paced learner. I get lost. I get overwhelmed. It's like too much. I don't know how to implement it. So for me, also. I think it's important to find support. For me, it's really like, you know, I'm I'm very grateful for like the people, the teachers in my life who inspired my practice, the people who inspired my business. Elena Brower for me is a big inspiration. She was one of my teachers. It's just amazing how she creates all this beautiful, really great content that is so much more than yoga also because it's like, Another thing for me, teaching 23 years is like, I don't want to just teach a yoga class. For me, yoga is so much more than foot behind the head and all these things, right? And so it's like, I want to bring in other things. It's more about lifestyle. It's like, exactly how are we aging gracefully? How, you know, what are the tools? How can we create community to support each other, especially when the world feels so heavy, right? It's like, how can we keep up our own spirit? let's yes. put it
0: that way yes definitely thanks for sharing that I think that's really inspiring for a lot of our listeners and I love that you're really just like really going with what your audience needs so making it about them basically right so when it comes to yeah just like you know, like getting overwhelmed perimenopause all that what helps you what do you do well,
1: rest and really uh resting a lot. So I'm lucky that I'm not living in the city, that I'm living so far still in Costa Rica. Or even now that I was six months in Europe, I spent most of the time out in nature or in like a place like Mallorca. Because to me, I can tell now like, that the best recipe against overwhelm and the best recipe also with the news and this constant noise is really to just be in nature and be still and quiet and I need it more than ever and you know and that's one thing I feel even now when I come to Hamburg it's like I don't really use the city as much I don't go to concerts I don't even see a movie I don't I go twice mm-hmm. maybe for dinner yeah,
0: and I go the all the same, time yeah. into the
1: park yeah and then I go like oh I want to go again to the park and to the forest and that's when I'm like ah, oh, feels so good And uh, I really honor that. I honor that I need more space, more quiet, that I need more sleep. So, you know, I I live together with my boyfriend, but we actually created our house from the beginning with two bedrooms. So I have my own bedroom. (laughs) I'm a big fan of that because it's also like, yeah, it is a luxury. It really is. But and it's really just because we have different, yeah, different rituals. And for me, it's like, I like to go to bed early. I really like to go to bed early and I like to be quiet before I go to bed and have like, you know, put on a candle and just like wind down. And I'm not so big on watching movies, you know, because then I really can tell the difference how I sleep. So I think, you know, maybe put it that way. It's like, learning which environment you can create best to thrive you know and I feel that has really shifted and that's really the practice it's like creating a nourishing environment what do I eat I'm taking supplements like what I find really important is magnesium I have a great magnesium supplement I'm taking medicine on mushrooms. There's like reishi mushrooms and lion's mane, which is great for the brain. And reishi is great for the nervous system. So working also with things like that. And I feel, you know, the brain fog has really, (laughs) it has really helped a lot with that. So that would be a tip from me if you're looking for something like that. And definitely women's circles collaborations like, you know, it was very sweet last year in Costa Rica. We had like once a week, we would meet with like five, six, seven women, always the same group. And we would have a share. So like really a women's circle where everybody had 10 minutes to share whatever they needed to share. And everybody was listening. And it was not about giving advice. It was really just about holding a space for each other, seeing each other, feeling each other and and that was so healing you know because men are really confused like how to handle you <laughs> when you're going through these changes and they have their own changes and as women i think we we are so supportive you know i mean i i feel like maybe in our 30s we feel more competitive and i feel like not competitive at all anymore you know there's so many beautiful women out there who inspire me i'm reaching out for collaborations And I think for me, that's the way to go. Inspire each other, help each other, lift each other up. And yeah, I think those are like the main tips. More rest, more collaboration.
0: Yeah, I love the Mm -hmm. focus on community and collaborating as well. I mean, I personally, I see a big difference with like when I have a good diet compared to when I have a, you know, like not so good diet, how I feel. But I've also like always had a lot of like allergies, so I'm definitely like sensitive to things like gluten and allergic to eggs. And yeah, so that affects me mostly, but otherwise I don't do anything yet either. So I'm getting more interested in HRT, like hormone therapy, but I don't think that my symptoms right now are really bad <laughs> or bad mm-hmm. enough that... I really need to do something. We'll see. Yeah, but community, I think that's also where, especially as we women, we really thrive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's our nature to share,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: that's why I love so much to host retreats because it's such a beautiful place of sharing and I bring in more communication and you know these shared diet exercises into my retreats as well because again like you know as we get older our yoga practice changes the focus changes and it's really so much more about acceptance and softening and like letting go of this ambition and like you know what is it that we still need to prove ourselves or you know like it's really much more about Accepting the changes of the body and riding the waves and learning what, you know, what I need each day, how to create these perfect conditions and uh, yeah, and that is really very much also about the people and uh, some people drain your energy, some people lift up your energy Alcohol, I think also it's like I mean I, I alcohol love a good and of sugar. One.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alcohol and sugar. I'm thinking about really just like being super strict and saying, okay, I'm not going to have you anymore. But I'm not there yet. But it's
1: like I think with ev- I think with everything, <clears throat> excuse me, it's moderation. So like uh, you know, it's like <coughs> it's like if you are trying to, you know, not have sugar, not have coffee, not yeah. have alcohol you're really being hard on yourself and I think also as we get older that's the main thing also maybe is to not be too hard on yourself and to just you know be like you don't have to prove anything you've done it I mean you've built an amazing business and yeah of course there's always more we can always make more money and have more success but what does it does it really matter like I mean you know I think the biggest success in life is if you are just content and happy and feeling healthy. And, you know, that beauty comes from the inside and not so much on like all the figures. You know, it's so funny all these business, six figures, seven figures. No, 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 no. If that's really all that matters in life. And it's like, no, it matters. How do we, yeah, how do we feel? How do we get old?
0: <clears throat> yes, definitely. Though I have to admit, I really still have a lot of ambition for my business. And I'm just curious. If I can, like, get to seven figures and I just, like, I really want to give it a go. I have this wild dream of making a million in my 50s. For
1: sure. (laughs) But
0: (laughs) but at the same time, yeah, that's probably also the advantage of being in my 50s. I'm not going to kill myself over it. Not on the expense of my health, of my relationships, of my lifestyle, right? So more like, I see it really more like as a, I'm not obsessed by it. as exactly. a, like a healthy ambition mm-hmm. yeah i think that's also like when we get older we just like we have there's more calmness in how we approach things right Definitely. so it's not so much mm-hmm. that oh here so far i have to do this i have to do that and oh, and then working the night through with something or <laughs> that's not going to happen anymore
1: Definitely. And, you know, it's good that you still have the ambition because you have a beautiful business and you just shifted it so much, too. And then when you turn 57, we'll talk again because <laughs> I'm a little bit ahead of you. <laughs> I still had my yoga studio when I was, you know, seven years ago when I was turned yeah. 50. So and I was still like ambitious, I'm too, you know, turning so now
0: I'm, 53 yeah. on Sunday, like in a few Ooh. days. big big party here big party I'm invited like pretty much everybody I know here (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no that's going to be great I couldn't celebrate my 50th because of the pandemic was like in the middle of lockdown so I feel like I have to do a big party for my 60th birthday but by then by then Then we'll talk
1: again. Exactly. I might be by then. I might be in Mallorca too. So I'll come. (laughs) That
0: would be so much fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like with alcohol and sugar. Yeah. Sometimes for me, it's difficult to balance sometimes. I have to admit. But at the same time, yeah, it's just like, it's part of our society. It's part of social life. I don't always want to be like, no, I don't eat this. I don't eat that. I don't drink this. I drink that. That's not really joy for me
1: exactly absolutely and I think that's important too so it's like you know so okay I have a you know I I gained weight and it's like okay I feel it and it's not so great but it's also like I'm enjoying life and definitely lifestyle in Europe is different but you know it's like not being so hard on myself that's probably also really a big change and like you know and again moderation is like I know how it affects me if I go out late and party or drink lots of wine or something And I know, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll I'll deal with it, you know, so, but it's like definitely something I wouldn't do every day because Mm. I just, I just know it's like gonna drain my energy.
0: So what about your fitness exercise? What do you, did you change something there as you got older? How did your yoga practice change? What are you doing?
1: So my yoga practice has changed for sure. I don't do any headstands handstands and all these things that I was eager to learn 20 years ago so my yoga practice is definitely slower more gentle more yin yoga shorter also I really hardly if I do my own practice honestly I don't really do 90 minutes because I also feel like it's shifting so much away from like this physical focus and I do 30 minutes 40 minutes maybe of my own practice I meditate more and like I said I I really feel like the yoga is more incorporated in like yeah the way I show up I show up differently the way I'm present the offerings I create and all that to me is also the yoga fitness that's a tricky question I know I should be doing more and I'm not doing it. And that's yeah. definitely like, I, you know, here in Costa Rica, it's tricky because there's like, I don't really like to go to a gym. I would love to have a personal trainer. But to be really funny about it, like I I started working with a personal trainer. And this is like a young guy here, everybody trains with. I couldn't do it. I felt just, I felt like this older housewife. <laughs> who's having this like young Tiku guy come over to train her. I, I just really couldn't get over mm. it. So I'm still looking for somebody because that made me really feel old. I really was like, okay, no, no I can I cannot do this. Yeah. It's a funny story. So I think personal training would be great. I know it's really important. I tried to do cardio. I tried to do like twice a week to like go up a hill or something like that and yeah and have to still find my way there so honestly that's a challenge right now for me
0: oh thanks for sharing that and thanks for being so honest right it's so often that when you listen like to people everybody has it like perfectly figured out and in the reality is we are all just like trying to figure things out and same here. So I'm so lucky that I found a Pilates studio here mm. in, in Inca in the next town with the reformers, which I love because it's just like entertaining <laughs> in a way. Like and you know, like, yeah. So and then of course I walk and walk and walk because I have a dog. I think the getting the dog has been the best thing for my health ever i don't have any like before that even with yoga i had like shoulder issues then hamstrings then hips because even when you do yoga like 6 20 30 40 or in one hour a day that doesn't really balance like sitting <laughs> for 12 hours a day <laughs> right sure. like first on the computer or working and then in front of the tv i'm a big sofa fan so so that's really really made the biggest difference something that I can recommend to everybody get a dog and walk it don't just put it in the garden walk it
1: <laughs> That's true absolutely I don't have a dog I have a cat which cats are more on the other side they're very inviting to snuggle up on the couch But yeah, I I know that when I'm in Germany and I'm staying with my friends, they live by the forest. And it's like, I just love it to get up in the morning, take the dog and take the dog for a walk. And they're always happy when I'm coming because like, okay, Dagmar's going to walk the dog every morning. And it's just the most beautiful thing. And they say the same. They say like, wow, even also during the pandemic without the dog and the daily walks, they would have gone nuts. So it's definitely a good, if you can get a dog, get a dog. It forces you to walk. Yeah, I totally see that.
0: Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about your business because it's the Blissful Biz podcast, right? Mm -hmm. For your retreats or the people that you work with, I think we talked about that before, that there's a shift as well. A little bit, like you, you already said that you shifted, like you offer in a way in your retreat that it's also like community and sharing. Is this something that you communicate or promote like consciously that, is, that it is for women, midlife or older, or is this just happening organically? How do you approach that?
1: Interestingly, I think it's happening organically. And, you know, like, for example, I had a retreat in Sardinia in May and there was 20 people and they were really from like the youngest one was like 24 and the oldest one was like 68. And because it was also like, you know, mother and like daughter and. You know, and it's it's really beautiful because I like also that you know I, I I bring these people together because it's also so nice to share intergenerational you know and because I always had open classes in Costa Rica I think my strength also is to cater to people with different needs and to give modifications and so I feel people feel that from me I don't even need to really share that so much and and it's also something they love you know because one of the things people give me feedback about it. It's like, well, your classes are gentle. We feel comfortable with you. But there's still always a little bit of a challenge too, but not, I'm, I'm not pushy, but I'm also not like super slow and boring. So I don't know, somehow there's this mix. And I think it is because I'm not just teaching retreats to people over 60 or just you know mm-hmm. power yoga to like the 30 year olds, you know? And it's like, you know, I can make it work pretty much for everyone to get something yes. out of it. And even interestingly sometimes the people that are in their 30s and come they're like oh this was actually so nice because it was so different from like the usual power yoga classes that they maybe go to and they you know they they felt yeah inspired and the older ones say oh it's so nice to also have younger people here and there's really this like beautiful mix and yeah and they get also like maybe a little motivated or inspired to yeah to practice a little bit more dynamic maybe so
0: I love that so I don't yeah you don't have to really word it out I think because if people like get to know you like or they find you or on social media on your website they see that you're not in your twenties. It's obvious, right? And then they try some practices and that speaks for itself. I feel
1: Yeah, and you know, and you, I I look at old YouTube videos for me because I have a lot of people actually that know me through my YouTube videos, the older ones from like 2005, 2006. And I'm like skinny and I'm all like, you know, flowing. And I'm like, wow, it's like interesting to watch me. And it's also nice, you can really feel the progression. Like when I look at the video back then and the video now, it's like, it's obvious, you know, and I think that's maybe a good tip for everybody too it's like when you put yourself out there it's good to create content that really represents you and that is easy accessible so like like a youtube channel is a great thing because people can really tap into your energy i have always people who come to my offerings and i don't even know them and they're like oh i've been practicing your youtube videos for like 10 years you know and it's like wow you know we put these things out there and we're like oh who cares there's so many youtube videos like why would i you know, and then people come, and you're like, "Wow, you really don't know who reaches who you reach with your offering." And so, you know, just put it out there in different ways. You know, some people, you know, like YouTube. I was never personally somebody who would do yoga on YouTube, but like, you know, but I know obviously a lot of people love it, and it's easy to access. And so, why not? You know, so and then, and that's how you, yeah, maybe find all the different niches. Or people mm. for your other offerings.
0: It's amazing that you started that journey so early. They can be really proud of yourself. What are you doing these days to market yourself? Or do you like simplify structure? You talked about that in the beginning. Well, I I changed to a new platform with
1: my offerings. I'm now on Marvelous, which is a new platform where where I'm trying to have everything in one. So I'm like, I have an I teach my live stream yoga classes through the platform. I am, and then the replays go into the on demand library for the membership. I want to. There's a community feature, so I want to, you know, also bring more community offerings in there, like maybe a monthly group call. I'm now bringing in guest experts because there's things that I, I don't feel, you know, it's not my strengths for example, to teach teacher trainings or to share so much about yoga philosophy. But there's beautiful teachers in my community who I want to bring in to share about things that I don't share about, which is, for example, now... Yeah, about tantric philosophy, or then also I want to bring in women to talk about menopause or to talk about aging or to talk about conscious communication. So all these things. So my vision, and that's what I'm creating right now, is to really create a platform that is more than just a yoga class every day and really focuses more on like, yeah, living a yogic lifestyle And yeah, I I do different things like that. Then my focus is mainly still on the retreats also. I teach also at this beautiful place in Italy, Mandali. So I have a mix of my own retreats where I'm renting a location and I bring my own group and I market it as my own retreat. and, And I'm also teaching for other places like Mandali or Anamaya here in Costa Rica, which is nice because then I don't have to bring all the guests myself. So there's less financial risk and you always get also get to grow your community because you meet people who maybe didn't necessarily come for you, but maybe they like you and then they follow you. So it's like community building. So I would recommend that to everybody who is a yoga teacher to also, you know, again, collaborations. Mm. And, yeah, those are my main offerings. And, I, I'm yeah, I'm in a mastermind right now as well. Not with you because it was earlier than yours. <laughs> That I'm trying to also, you know, build a high ticket offer and like, you know, and I have an idea, but it's not really clear yet. So, but it's good to have the support, you know, and it's really good to yeah. you, you know, to be pushed gently to, you know, not just do what you already always did. And that is sometimes easy and sometimes overwhelming. The implementation is like in all the tech stuff, but you're really good in. So I know I can always reach out to you when Yeah, <laughs> that's easy for me. That's
0: I mean, yeah, but that's also my background, right? I mean, not really. I mean, I I don't really enjoy like having to figure out a new tool too, right? So when there's something, I something I remember when the first time I looked at Airtable, which I'm using to manage my mentorship program, like the applications, the whole like lead process and then also like my clients and all the data is in there i was like ah oh, do i have to figure it? do i have to learn this <laughs> everybody thinks it's not like you know, like i still also have to spend time but when it's something new to figure that out i'm not scared of it i might get annoyed by it and then i just like do something else and get back to it <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I I also learned ask for help, you know, Mm. I don't, we don't have to do it all alone. If I spend like hours and I get annoyed and frustrated figuring this stuff out, it's like, okay, who can I ask, you know, and that's, that's beautiful. There's also so much more support out there for, you know, running your business. And, and it's definitely something I highly value, because, you know, this, that's also something as you get older, it's like, you want to save your energy. So, what can you give away and if you I feel also if you invest in that then it's also like uh, coming back to you always Mm -hmm. and you know for me for example because I know you're also offering a mastermind so for me that was probably the biggest investment I've ever made into learning something new (laughs) and it's scary and definitely pushing my limits and boundaries. But I'm also thinking if I want to create a high ticket offer, then I need to know how it feels to be part of one, because how am I going to talk about it? How am I going to create it if I don't know what, what is good, what is not good? What would I do different, etc. So whenever I get to this point of like, who is scary? <laughs> I remind yeah. myself that, you know, it will come back and it's it's learning and growing in different ways. And, you know, and sometimes I really just have to close the computer and go out in nature and go for a walk. And like you said, and leave it all and come back to it the next day.
0: We got this. I'm excited about seeing what you're going to create. The kids out there can wait. Yeah. I know you got this. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'll reach out to you
0: if I don't. <laughs> and I really hope that, yeah, we can talk about it, like, soon, next year, here in Mallorca. Mm-hmm. Good. So thanks so much for um, sharing your story, what you do, what works for you. It's been really inspiring, as always. <laughs> Where can people go to learn more about you? So yeah, I, I'm mostly active on Instagram
1: when it comes to social media. And you can find me under Montezuma Yoga, which is still the name of um, my yoga studio, but that's how people know me. So Instagram at Montezuma Yoga. And my personal website is my name, com, And there are links to all the different offerings. I would like to offer you your community also my freebie which is a beautiful video series i call it the jungle video series it's a vinyasa yoga video film team costa rica it's a yin yoga video and a meditation a jungle meditation and it's just beautiful especially now when it's winter to have this yeah to transport yourself for a moment to costa rica and the jungle sounds and it's free so i'm happy if anybody um, wants to enjoy that and yeah. And then there's also the, the link to my membership and, you know, which I also, yeah, which I already t- talked about and which I'm growing. And so I'm excited about
0: that and my retreats.
1: So everything is on my website. Thank retreats are
0: highly that. recommended. <laughs> if you ever mm-hmm. want to do a retreat in Europe, like in Mallorca, where else are they happening? Mallorca, Ibiza still?
1: No, Ibiza is really right. tricky to find good um, mm-hmm. good locations. So I do... 3 in uh, Costa Rica, 2 in January, 1 in February, 2 in Montezuma in January and 1 in the Peninsula de Osa I highly recommended because that's still one of the paradises with like incredible wildlife. And and then I do 4 in Mallorca and two of them are also in collaboration. One is in collaboration with with a natural pass, highly recommended. We did it this September and it was amazing because people got one-on-one health consultations. And it was really, really great. And, and we had a special diet. It was not like a juice fast or anything, but it was really like gluten-free and grain-free and dairy-free. And we ate so good. And, you know, we did a little emotional detox and it was really, yeah. And we had also some older women in there and it was just really, really great to share that
0: experience. Ooh, so love it. I'm going to add the links to the show notes, obviously. So check it out, everybody. And yeah, so thank you so much for showing up, spending the time with me. I really appreciate it, Dagmar. And talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Always
1: love chatting with you. Thank (laughs) you for having me. (laughs)
0: $5,000 online bootcamp. And you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, suzannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's susannerieke dot com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your